Hi friends, Jason here. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about a nonprofit that Wayne, Wendell, and I are passionate about. It's called Hotel Inc. Hotel Inc. stands for Helping Others Through Extending Love in the Name of Christ. And it's a perfect name because it's absolutely what they do. Hotel Inc. comes alongside folks who are experiencing uh, homelessness or food insecurity and helps them identify structures and systems in their own lives that are keeping them there and then empowers them to overcome them. We would love to invite you to support Hotel Inc. You can do so by going directly to their website. That's hotelincbg.com. That's hotel, H-O-T-E-L, Inc., I-N-C, BG, all one word, dot com. Hello, friends, and however you're listening to this episode of On Grace, and wherever you're listening to this episode of On Grace, we are really glad that you are here hanging out with the fork and the spoon. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> he throws something that we can do something that we with. We understand with. Yeah, I get it. The fork and the spoon, yeah. The fork and the spoon. Most meals, though, I mean, maybe I just eat a little differently, but you only need one. You don't need a fork yeah, and no, a spoon, right? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. So I don't know which one that you all will be, or which one we'll need. <laughs> this is true. We may need the knife in this one, so this that'll be a Jason. sharp one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, sadly, we we just have the plastic we- silverware here today. <laughs> Uh, you expect too much, it breaks, and then you're left with this little nubby handle. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's, that, it's a lovely yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Nevertheless, Mr. <laughs> Wendell Van Valen. That's me. And Mr. Wayne I'm Hunter. I'm glad to be here. Spooning up some goodness. <laughs> Except today, I'm going to spoon up some goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And so here we go. Yeah. Go for it. Uh. Yeah. So essentially. Uh, so, uh, if you've been listening for some time, you know that uh, most of my work brings me in front of some really great students, and uh, something I really love is sharing with them uh, the story of God and the way that they fit into it. But one of the things that comes up a lot as we talk to students, and maybe like particularly new Christians or folks who are trying to figure this out or explore it for the first time, is they uh, they'll typically pick up the Bible. And they'll begin reading in Genesis. Mm. And if you read, like if you just read the first 11 or so chapters of Genesis, it's a little bizarre. Yeah. And it's a little bit... Say what you told us before. God comes (laughs) off like... God uh, comes off kind of like a jerk. Oh, he (laughs) said it. He said it. (laughs) Now, in the totality of it, so so you get get creation, and then you get... uh, the the flood the the you get creation then you get the fall yeah the flood and the flummoxing the fall <laughs> the flood and then t- and tower of yeah. babel he really had to hunt for that <laughs> flummoxing but it works i did hunt for it but <laughs> i'm gonna stake my claim on it <laughs> i don't think anybody else wants it so you're good <laughs> yeah you got it <laughs> the flummoxing it's to confuse it's it's perfect yeah right. it's real close to flickum but it's not quite <laughs> so the flood the now i'm all messed up the fall the flood and the flummoxing and in the midst of all of those things there's punishment so after the creation there's a whole lot of moments where god is punishing the world and, and people in it and so like if we start like say for example somebody comes to church and we're mm. like hey god loves you mm. and then they go home and they read well i'm mm. gonna read my right. bible and they read genesis and <laughs> And, you know, the first two chapters are really great and grand. And then almost immediately, like, you're into these really heavy things. 
So my thought is this, that in the creation, uh, think of the creation as a, as a diamond. Um, and at the top point is God himself. At the bottom point is creation, the created order. Mm-hmm. And at the two points on the side, between the top and the bottom, are man and woman. Mm-hmm. So humanity, people. Right. And there's this great line in Genesis 2, like where the creation story kind of becomes a little more intimate. Names, locations. Um, Adam names the the created creatures, the animals. He names them but doesn't find a suitable helper, doesn't find someone or something that is his equal. And so right after that, uh, God creates woman. And mm-hmm. immediately in the scripture, like it, it gets exciting, right? It's like, oh, right. flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Like he recognizes her as his equal. Right. And then everything that goes wrong after that is the diamond becoming corrupted. So in the span of these 11 chapters, creation, then fall, then flood, then flummoxing, you have creation, you have corruption, somehow that diamond gets corrupted, Mm -hmm. you have consequences after the corruption, but God is still there with compassion. So let me say this again. Mm -hmm. Because Wayne's smiling, and I know he likes that alliteration. I like those. That was good. And compassion was crumbs, is what you said earlier. Yeah, it's like like breadcrumbs as as God invites him back. So creation, the creation of the diamond. Corruption, the diamond gets off. The Mm -hmm. the points get mixed up. Um, The people try to bring God down, or they try to get on God's level. Right. Uh, Before the flood, there's this weird passage with the Nephilim, you know, and, and there's been a lot of thought about who those folks are but the diamond off being off there is the equality for me between men and women because it talks about the nephilim taking the women by force Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, so you have creation corruption consequences there's consequences to the corruption there's Mm -hmm. consequences when the creation is corrupt right but in the midst of consequences there is compassion right god drops breadcrumbs for broken humanity to find its way back, whether that is through the line of Noah, through the call of Abraham, or what have right. you. And essentially, you could take it a step further, essentially the rest of Genesis and maybe the rest of the New Testament are the breadcrumbs back before we get to Jesus. Yeah. And even in Jesus, there's the, the, uh, the story is the, is the attempt to get the diamond back as it should be, to yes. uncorrupt the, the, and restore us to the the relationships that God intended for us to have uh, from the beginning. And I think there's some, uh, we were just talking about this thing about this a little bit. I think there was some sense in which those early stumblings, it seems, where God God appears to either be a jerk or, or not really knowing what he's doing. Uh, and even at one point he says, you know, I wish I'd just not done this. Um, yeah. Idea. Yeah. That it, I, yeah. I kind of regretted it. Um, this idea that that in those relationships, I think that God had this uh, this picture of what He wanted that to look like, but until He created man and woman and gave them this sense of independence, and and bestowed on us this dignity of being like Him, uh, that He could not know exactly what love would look like 
you know, in any relationship, I think, if it is authentic, if it has integrity, um, then there has to be a sense in which the other person is allowed to respond and to experience love in the way that is unique for them. Yeah. So that they don't have to experience it the way. And even, and I think that was the beauty and the, the you know, the grand miracle of creation is that God allows us to be loved in the ways that we want to and need to uh, to be loved in, in many ways. And he adapts himself to that in some form. Sometimes we want it in a certain way that is not healthy uh, and doesn't is not redemptive, doesn't put us back in that proper diamond. Uh, and so he doesn't love us in those ways because he is healthy and he's not, you know, in those, he's not tearing down the diamond. But he does allow us this sense in which, you know, how how do you how can I figure out how to love my children in ways that will give them the life that I intended for them to have? Yeah, experientially speaking, God knew what love looked like for an eternity in the face of unity. I mean, you know, yeah. he, it's not like he had to read it in a library or go to a class and learn about it. He, for all of eternity, he experienced this is what love looks like, feels like. This is how it expresses itself in the face of unity between the Father and the Son and the Spirit. When he created us and gave us free will, instantly he had to start figuring out what does love look like in the face of mutiny. Yeah, yeah. It's The, the yeah. unity is gone. Right. The love is not negated, but right. the love has to f- create and explore new ways to express itself. And to work its way through this minefield, right? You know, and humans just keep laying out mines. Yeah. yeah. And and like the three things that you talked about, were the the fall, and then because of the flood, what it resulted from, and then the Tower of Babel. No, you mean it's, it's flummox. The, the flummoxing. <laughs> flummoxing. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I've crossed a grievous line. There will be consequences. Um, but there's compassion. compassion. There's I will compassion. be ca- I will be cast out <laughs> where there's gnashing of teeth. Uh, but but uh, you made me lose my train of thought. It's so easily done these days. But it's, it's is it safe it, to say you're flummoxed? I'm I'm, done. Yeah. I'm but it's it's if it's 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 as if God is. People would say that that describes an inferior God. I beg to differ. I think it. It, it describes an extremely courageous, creative, crazy God. There's three C's. Yeah. You know that just says, that just says, what the heck? Let's right. let's see where this goes. And he's not afraid. I think he's frustrated sometimes. Right. Like, <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> you know, we had it so good, minus yeah. these humans. Yeah. But then it's like, <laughs> but he, but he always goes on. Right. He yeah. always continues. Right. And 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 instead of saying, "I'll be more careful next time," it's like, "I'll be more reckless next right. time." Yeah. He he just he deals with us sternly and within kind of a small tolerance circle to start with, and then the circle gets bigger and bigger and bigger, as you know, as the yeah. story goes on. Right. And he's just like, oh, what the heck? I'll send my son. I know you're going to yeah. kill him, right? But I'm going to send him. Yeah. And then the very last one is, well, shoot, I'll just come and live inside you. Yeah. Ain't that going to be crazy? Right. You know, that means I'm tagging along with prostitutes and winos, and yeah. you know, I'm yeah. just running right along with them. Right. And that's pretty crazy. Yeah. But it's like, no, this is what love looks like in the face of unity. Immunity. Mut- mutiny. Mutiny. Yeah. It's what love looks like. Yeah, and I think there's that we see that. Over and over again, he kind of doubles down on 
uh, yeah. not getting out. Yeah. Not, not taking an escape route. Yeah. yeah. But he lets us know that's an option for him. Right. Yeah. He could Which makes it out. even more. Right. You yeah. Know. It's messy. It's awkward. It's painful. It's dangerous. But he says, what the heck? I don't know if he says what the heck or not, but it maybe says something like that. <laughs> and he, he dives in deeper. He becomes more reckless. Watch your mouth. He, it's not just the Jews. Now it's the Jews and the Gentiles. It's everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's not just. Not just sacrificing lambs, or it's my son, and yeah, it's it's all those things. Yeah, and I mean, if we come to the day now where the big debate in in Christianity is, well, does that also include people with with differing sexual uh, right. orientation? Does it include, you know, yeah. both p- political parties or wherever you're listening to this? However many political parties you have, does it include people who don't see things the way we see them? Uh, people who even call themselves by some other religion other than Christianity, does it include, right. you know, yeah. well, if it, if God's track record, track record is true, the circle keeps just getting bigger. Yeah, it's not it's not some rebellious human idea that says God. It gets looser and looser with this thing all the time. Right. If you study the Scripture, he the circle gets bigger. Right. All the time. Yeah, and it's it, you know the Bible says that. From you know, from the foundation of the world, Christ knew it was as if God said, "You know, it doesn't matter what it costs me to figure this out. It doesn't matter how far I have to go. I will do whatever it takes yeah. uh, in order for these for for this to to come to that picture that I want it to have." Yeah, back to the back diamond. to the balance, back to that balance. Yeah, that that there is nothing I will not do. There is nobody I will not love. There is no boundary I won't cross in order to see this come to pass. Cost me my son, I can do that. Uh, that and, and I think there was this confidence he had in himself that he had enough grace and love yeah. to bring the story to the end that he wants it to have. But, but I, do th- I do think what makes it real is there was struggle along the way yeah. on his, his part. part. Right. Yeah. I mean, what you said— I don't know if it was prior to the broadcast or not, but that he, you know, why did I do this? And then even remember with Moses, where they had those debates where God yeah. was saying, "I'm not so sure I want to." Right. These are your people, and I'm my people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then Jesus in the garden saying, "Dad, you know, there's a plan B, right? Right. You know, yeah. I really would prefer plan yeah. B. Right. So it's not like it's without. Yeah. It's and, not a, go ahead. It's not a cheap, shallow, easy thing on his part Mm-mm. to love us and to stay in this story, and and. You know, he's done his part. He's kept his side of the covenant. He could back out and still be just and wise and, and loving, but he steps past all that stuff. He doesn't care about being just. He doesn't care about being wise. He decides to be the father of his people and to restore the story to what he intended it to be. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the way we started that the corruption has consequences, but compassion also has consequences. Exactly. Very good. Yeah. Yes. In that, I mean, like, right, all of us are parents, and, you know, there's, I mean, more positively maybe framed results or responsibilities that mm-hmm. that come with being a dad, and right. uh, those are not always fun. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. one of the ways, one of the ways recently that my son, my 11-year-old said that, um, you know, we asked him, like, well, how do you, how do you, like, how do you know we love you, you know, and he was like, well, you cleaned up my throw up when I threw mm. up in the bathroom mm. yeah it was like yes right i did it was yeah. not fun yeah. and not what i have not what i would have chosen is <laughs> hey wife is there a plan b because this is <laughs> gross yeah 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 right. yeah 
Huh. It, yeah. And, and sometimes when you have to punish your children, my parents used to tell me it's going to hurt me worse than it hurts you. I just thought that's just a, you know, that's coming out of the south end of a northbound bull. Sorry, uh-huh. don't buy it. But you become a parent and you think, oh, shoot, they, yes. Yeah. They, they were right. Yeah. It, and, and so God, I think sometimes God grimaces, yeah. not that we've grossed him out, but that, that it's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, but I have to love, love the most loving thing I can do right now is going to cause some pain and discomfort, but yeah, to me and to them. Thanks for being a part of this episode of On Grace. My name is Jason Brown. I've been hanging out with Wendell Van Valen and Wayne Hunter. The three of us work together at Broadway United Methodist Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. 